Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. following is rated R. It contains violence, adult language, nudity, and adult content. Good night, everybody. Good evening, rather, and welcome. It's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday, August 21st, 2022. And thank you for joining us for the Tales of the Walking Dead online viewing party right here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm host Casey Shapiro, and special thanks to our host and sponsor, NDB Media. Tonight's show contains spoilers up through the last opening episode and possible content from any current AMC official promo material. Typically, we start the show about a half hour before the new episode airs live each week, which will be at 9 p.m., and we'll recap from the previous episode and discuss what is to come tonight. At 9 p.m., we go dark or mute. We'll watch the new episode together, and then at the commercial breaks, we rate the episode between 1 to 10, as well as give commentary, news articles, and trivia on the show, as well as the cast and crew, including bios, birthdays, and more. Okay, and I want to stop and give thanks to one of our loyal regulars who has been with us through Thick and Thin and Zombie Bites and Idiot Survivors and everything else. Hi, Joan. Thanks for joining us. Okay, our show is spoiler and comic free, so please don't discuss any spoilers you've heard or stuff from the comics in the chat room or on the air. Well, good news is that this particular series has nothing to do with comics, so that should be easy. We prefer our discussions, reactions, and comments tonight just to be about about what we know from the show that is presented to us. Okay, I've already introduced this show, so I don't need to describe it again. We know where we are. We know why. So the final season, well, not the final season, but the final segment of the last season of the Walking Dead Classic starts in October with eight episodes remaining in the entire series, opening with season 11, episode 17, August, not August. I'm so sorry about all this, guys. I'm a little flustered. I had some technical problems earlier, and I was actually a little bit worried about whether I was going to be able to join you properly. But it looks like we're here. So October 2nd, for those of you who want to make sure to catch the Walking Dead Classic, that will be when Episode 17 airs, and they will go eight episodes from that. That means that they will end on November 20th, 2022. Fear the Walking Dead Season 8 is currently said to be airing in late 2022 to 2023. It's possible, this is complete conjecture based on past behavior, that it will air after Walking Dead Classic ends, which would probably be Thanksgiving weekend, October 27th, to January 15th, 2023. And then Part 2, the other eight episodes later in 2023. Pardon my hiccups, Sorry. Uh, Walking Dead World Beyond has ended. I'm sure you guys know that. There's likely a tie-in with the Commonwealth somehow, but we don't have any leads as to how as of yet. In 2023, the fourth main series is coming, still unnamed spinoff, fronted by Daryl. They're just calling it Daryl right now. It's rumored to connect to the newly discovered advanced walkers in France and will line up with the World Beyond timeline of 10 years after it all begins. Um, The show was shooting in Europe this summer, it still is, for a 2023 premiere. Dead in the Water, which was the Fear Webisodes mini-prologue, concluded in spring 2022 and is archived on AMC Plus On Demand. You can still see it. 
Uh, Maggie and Negan in New York, Isle of the Dead in New York City, they are currently filming, and there have been a few photos of shenanigans going on on the set that are running around social media. Um, If you guys can't find them and you need some links, let me know, and I will throw them up on our Facebook page. Uh, Last, The Walking Dead Rick and Michonne limited series debuts in 2023. This will replace the Rick Grimes movies, which are now going to not happen. They've put them off for so long, there's no point. They're just going to do this mini thing. We especially um, have our eyes on one of three. It calls them one of three new series coming in 2023 that continues the stories of so many iconic and fan favorite Walking Dead characters. So I guess they mean Maggie and Negan, Rick and Michonne, and Daryl, Carol for now, although we'll see about later. It, as a reminder, it really was just that Melissa McBride was not comfortable relocating to Europe for that much ongoing time. That was a problem for her. So I'm going to double check and see if Joan has anything to add in the chat room. I'm coming in loud and clear, which is good. I, I actually was a little worried for a second, as I mentioned. And thank you guys for your patience while I work through all that. All right. Call in to speak with the host if you would like. 914-338-0314, as always. We'll be taking calls all evening tonight, but we especially encourage you to call between 8.30 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time before the live show because we have a little more flexibility to chit-chat. Um, you are welcome to call in during the live show, but you will be screened and muted until the next commercial break where we can chat on the air. If the phones are not your thing or you want to be able to talk while the show is on, also a possibility. Um, you can ask, join us in our live chat room and you can ask questions, chat, and you can listen to the show real time at the same link, as well as go back there and download the episode after the fact. And we post the links for that on our Facebook page and my Twitter. Um, please feel free to share them if you need to. If you're unable to join us in real time this evening, you can still go to the link later and download the broadcast as an MP3 podcast for later listening. Click on the cloud-shaped white icon at the top right of the page. You can also download this and any prior episodes on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn. Tonight's Tales episode is entitled Blair slash Gina. The official AMC synopsis is, in a fast-paced, reality-twisting buddy action heist, a disgruntled receptionist and her overbearing boss, are trapped together as the city of Atlanta collapses under the Walker apocalypse, forcing them to work together in order to escape the city. I have heard one spoiler about the plot line, and I'm not going to tell you guys. If you have heard it, that's fine, Joan. I don't know if you have heard it. It is just that it resembles the plot of another well-known movie. This is all I'm going to say, and if you haven't heard that, that that's good. This won't spoil anything. <laughs> Uh, Since each episode is self-contained, we will also introduce the main characters and a few named secondary characters. Uh, Actor Parker Posey will be Blair Crawford, who is the manager at Circle of Trust Insurance Company. Jillian Bell will be Gina, Blair's co-worker. She's the receptionist at Circle of Trust. Kevin L. Johnson plays Joel, who's a random undescribed guy. Matt Madrano plays Brian, another random guy. Patrick Donahue as Simon, random guy. VK, literally the letters VK, that is the actress's stage name at least. Uh, she plays Jasmine, random undescribed woman. Amir Baraka as Leo Rogers. Um, he's an agent for DHS that is stationed in Atlanta, Georgia, and he has a son. William J. Simmons plays Wendell Rogers, who is his son. And last and certainly certainly not least, Keith Adams plays an oil tanker driver. We don't know his name. All right. And as I did last week, and there's going to be more of these, obviously, I like to do profiles of the other actors because this is self-contained. This is probably the only time we'll see them that we know of for the series. So I would like to do a little profiles. Um, Joan says she has heard that spoiler as well. Yeah, just in case the Walking Dead world isn't wonky enough. Yeah, I believe you were referring to the same thing, and I don't want to drop any more spoilers in that. 
All right, so let's do the bios. As I said, there's several, and it's 839, so let's get busy. Parker Christian Posey was born in November uh, 68 in Baltimore, Maryland, to Linda uh, Nay Patton, a chef, and Chris Posey, owner of a car dealership. She has a twin brother, Christopher. After Posey's birth, her family lived in Monroe, Louisiana for 11 years, later moved to Laurel, Mississippi, where her mother worked as a chef and culinary instructor for the Viking Range Corporation in Greenwood, and her father operated a car dealership. Posey was raised Catholic. Parker attended high school at R.H. Watkins High School in Laurel, Laurel, Mississippi, not Laurel, Maryland, for those of you who might be confused, and college at the prestigious SUNY Purchase, and that's a town in New York. While at SUNY, she roomed with Sherry Stringfield of TV's ER, and also, uh, side trivia, both her and Jeffrey Dean Morgan have starred in the show The Good Wife. Posey has 106 acting credits back to 1991, uh, where she started in As the World Turns, a CBS soap, as Tess Shelby. She has also been in numerous other shows and movies, such as Scream 3, Futurama, You've Got Mail, Josie and the Pussycats, Blade Trinity, Boston Legal, Parks and Rec, Lost in Space, the 2021 reboot, and more. She has two upcoming projects, Disappointment Boulevard, which is a biopic that stars Joaquin Phoenix in 2023, and The Parenting, currently filming a comedy horror about a haunted house. Tonight is her first work with the Walking Dead franchise. And actually, that's going to be true of everyone here, but I did want to mention it. Okay, next up, Jillian Bell as Gina, who is the receptionist. Jillian Lee Bell was born and raised in Las Vegas, the daughter of Tansy and Ron Bell. She is of Romanian descent through her maternal grandmother. Bell began to study improv at the age of eight. She graduated from Bishop Gorman High School in 2002. After high school, she moved to Los Angeles and became a member of the Groundlings Theater Company in Los Angeles. She auditioned for Saturday Night Live, and although she did not join the cast, she became a writer for the show in 2009 for the 35th season. The same year, Belle appeared in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm as an assistant who wears revealing clothing at work. Belle has 64 acting credits back to 2006 in various TV shows and films, including the Goosebumps movie, which, by the way, also had featured OG Walker Larry Mainland as a monster. And I bring it up because Larry was a good acquaintance of mine and recently passed away in June. Um, we're very sorry to hear that. And uh, so it's interesting. These two were in Goosebumps together, and a couple of other uh, people we're going to talk about tonight were also in Goosebumps. So I guess it was a little magnet for people also associated with the Walking Dead franchise. Go figure. Anyhow, Bell was also in Bill and Ted 3, Face the Music, American Dad, and Bob's Burgers, amongst other shows. She has three upcoming projects. El Tonto, which is a comedy starring Ray Liotta, Kate Beckinsale, and Adrian Brody, and that's coming out in this year, 2022. I'm Totally Fine 2022, starring Harvey Guillen, G-U-I-L-L-E, Exontegu, N. And he was in What We Do in the Shadows, might be where you know him from. And also, and the other project is Reunion, a comedy murder mystery starring Nina Dobrev of Vampire Diaries. Tonight is also her first work at the Walking Dead franchise. Double check with the chat room, nothing else going on. So let's continue. Kevin L. Johnson as Joel, who's a random, undescribed guy. Veteran actor Kevin L. Johnson, very long bio, I had to consolidate a lot, can be seen across both television and film, but he's best known for his role as Sam Dermody in Netflix hit series Ozark, which I haven't seen, so if I said his name wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, it's starring Jason Bateman and Laura Lenny. What originally started as a two-episode role in season one led instead to Johnson portraying Sam each additional season, including the fourth and final. Johnson will soon be seen as Eric in Netflix Florida Man, executive produced by Bateman, and will guest star in hit cult show Stranger Things. 
Johnson fell in love with acting while attending Clemson University. He graduated from Clemson with a degree in English and a minor in advertising before landing an agent. Johnson, uh, I've already mentioned what he's known for. That was an ad addition from a different bio. Apologies for the repeat. Um, he has two upcoming projects, which is um, Swimming with Dolphins, which is a comedy drama movie for 2022, and Florida Man, which is a TV show coming out this year in 2022. Tonight is also his first work at the Walking Dead franchise. There actually is one person here who's done some other things. So uh, this may be repetitive, but it's not the only answer, which is why I want to point it out. Alrighty, it's 8.44. Let's keep going. Next up is... Let me see. Matt Madrano. He plays Brian, another random undescribed guy. Um, Matthew Krishna Medran, M-E-D-R-A-N. He's altered his name, obviously, for the stage. Uh, he has 47 acting credits, back to 99, where he was briefly on CBS Soap, The Bold and the Beautiful. He has been in CSI New York, Castle, Sleepy Hollow, and other shows and movies. He has two upcoming projects, Reptile, which is a crime drama movie with Alicia Silverstone, 2022, and Deltopia, which is a high school drama set in California in 2022. Tonight is his first work with the Walking Dead franchise. Patrick Donahue is Simon, random guy, no bio information available. Um, he has eight acting credits back to 2014 in a handful of TV series and films that are lesser known. I actually was not uh, familiar with any of them, I'm sorry to say, but I'm sure after tonight he will be much better known. Um, he also has almost 20 theaters-slash-stage credits, including musicals. So I hope they can take advantage of that. Uh, tonight is his first work in the Walking Dead franchise. VK as Jasmine, a random undescribed woman. VK was born in Orlando, Florida. At age 15, she began doing improv in high school and later went on to study at SAK Comedy Lab. After graduating with her degree in theater from Florida State in 2017, VK began working as an actor in immersive theater experiences at theme parks in Orlando. Trivia, VK's role as Jasmine is her television debut. Good for you. Uh, she has an upcoming role in dramatic short David's Violet in 2022. And tonight is her first work with the franchise. All right. Let's keep going. Um, next up, pardon me, Amir Baraka as Leo Rogers. He has a son and was an agent for DHS in Atlanta. Um, that's Leo Rogers, not Amir. Born to humble beginnings in New Orleans, Amir, affectionately known to his friends and fans as Millie, had an early life that was as gloomy and ill-fated as a young life could have been. In and out of the, quote, system as a kid for transgressions ranging from, ranging from youthful indiscretions to major crimes, he was seemingly on a one-way trip to oblivion. But much like Malcolm X, who experienced a rebirth through self-education, and through reading inspirational stories while behind bars, so too was Baraka inspired by reading about the likes of Nelson Mandela, who moved mountains and changed the world from his Robben Island jail cell. Perhaps more than any other influence, Baraka attributes his personal transformation and metamorphosis to the spirituality and self-love he developed from reading the Bible behind bars. Baraka began his professional acting career by appearing in music videos and making minor appearances in national and international television commercials. This early work, along with his dedication to the study of the acting craft with some of Hollywood's leading acting coaches and instructors, led to increasingly prominent roles. When the producers of Fox's American Horror Story, Coven, were looking for an actor who embodied the strength and character worthy of playing the love interest of one of their list co-stars, Angela Bassett, they chose Baraka as that man. His role was as the show's fan favorite, Minotaur. So he was in the season that Coven was. I think it was season three, if memory serves. Um, he's got 31 IMDb acting credits back to 2000, various TV and movies, 
projects has a future project called Zatima, Z-A-T-I-M-A. The TV series due out in 2022, and tonight is his first work with the Walking Dead franchise. All righty. It's 8.49. Let's keep going. William J. Simmons is Wendell Rogers, who is Leo's son. Uh, William J. Simmons is a native of Atlanta, Georgia. He's an elementary school student with a passion for acting, modeling, and dancing. He also loves sports, basketball, football, and swimming. William has been trained in modeling and acting by coaches in New York City, Nashville, and Atlanta. He has been featured in several music videos, short films, and box office movies. He's got nine IMDb credits since 2006. He started young. Good for him. Including auto insurance commercials with Shaq. Yes, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, upcoming project for him is Under the Sun, a youth drama short due out in 2024. And tonight is his first work with the Walking Dead franchise. Okay. Keith Adams, who's the oil tanker driver. Keith W. Adams is an actor and stunt double known for Mad Max Fury Road, Jason Bourne 2016, and Kill Bill Volume 2. He has 108 stunt credits back to 96, including Swordfish, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire 2002, Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2, Saw, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift 2006, Thor 2011, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Mad Max, Fury Road, Goosebumps, there's, another, there's the other Goosebumps tie-in, Jason Bourne 2016, Venom, Wonder Woman 1984, WandaVision, Stranger Things, and Suicide Squad, often either as stunt cord or stunt driver. He's got six IMDb acting creds since 2002, including The Green Hornet 2011 and 24 Legacy. Tonight is his first work with The Walking Dead franchise. Um, additional synopsis. Let's see, it's 8.51. So I think we will have time. But let me try to pull this link up for you guys. Let me, no. Sorry, I'm having just a little bit of mouse shenanigans right now, and I'm having trouble getting the the link to light up for you guys. This is very annoying. I'm very sorry. I'll tell you what. Let's come back to the synopses. I'll go ahead with the profiles, the writers and directors' profiles, because I don't have to highlight for that. Um, tonight's episode was written by Kari Drake, K-A-R-I Drake, and directed by Satro, Michael Satro Zemis. Kari Drake. Kari Drake Stringham. Uh, according to her Twitter bio, is a sci-fi and fantasy lover, adventurer, tree hugger, professional procrastinator, writer, Lost in Space on Netflix, Dark Crystal on Netflix, and others. Kari has five producers' credits since 2004, including Lost in Space 2018 reboot and consulting producer for Tales from the Walking Dead. She has eight writers' credits since 2014, including The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance and Lost in Space 2018. Tonight is her first time writing for the Walking Dead franchise at all. But since she is consulting producer, she would have had a tie to last week's episode that way. And then tonight's director is Satro, Michael Satro-Zemis. Michael Edison Satro-Zemis, nicknamed Satro, has extensive movie and TV credits to his name. So we will just summarize and update his entry. Satro was some form of camera operator for 15 episodes of Walking Dead, starting with Guts. Season 1, Episode 2, in 2010. He was second unit director of photography for three episodes until 2013. He then became director of photography from 2013 to 17, ending with Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 3, Monsters. He has directed 17 prior episodes of Walking Dead, starting with The Grove, Season 4, Episode 14, and of course, every time I mention The Grove, we have to do this. flowers. Okay. Um, and the last one that he directed for Walking Dead Classic was Season 10, Episode 11, Morning Star. Satcho has been co-executive producer for Fear since Season 4, Episode 1 in 2018, up to Season 7, Episode 2, 6 hours, uh, for 48 episodes, and executive producer from Season 7 forward. He has directed 20 prior episodes of Fear, 5 in Season 4, 5 in Season 5, six in season six, and four in season seven. Tonight is his first episode directed for Tales of the Walking Dead. 
He also directed next week's episode three, D, D, E, E, and episode five, Devon, D-A-V-O-N. Pardon my hiccups. Let's give everybody a round of applause for everything they're contributing. There's so many people to thank tonight. And Joan would like to add that she thinks it's cool that so many prolific actors and actresses are in the Walking Dead franchise for the first time. I agree with you. That's really nice. I love the fact that several of them worked on Goosebumps. That movie is really underappreciated. And also I love that we have, like, veteran people with 150 credits, and then we have uh, this young elementary school boy who's already got credits from, like, 10 years ago. Pretty amazing. So there's all these cool people working on the show. we got about five minutes. So let me see what else I can do. Okay, we have trivia. And, of course, we're not going to have a whole lot because last week was the debut of this series. But here's what we have. Um, tonight's episode is episode two. And, of course, obviously would be the second episode ever. Um, it doesn't list co-stars or uncredited people. So it just goes straight to cast. Um, trivia. First and last appearance of Blair Crawford, Gina, Simon, Jasmine, Joel, Brian, Leah Rogers, Wendell Rogers, and the Circle of Trust Insurance Company. Uh, trivia about the episode. The original title of tonight's episode was Heist. You remember I had mentioned that Satra was going to direct Heist and it was going to be episode five. Um, this was also originally the series premiere. Oh, okay, not episode five, episode one. They rearranged several of them in the order they were in and the titles. And I'll try to get you that data as I find it. Um, This was also originally a series premiere. However, it was rearranged for unknown reasons. They didn't mention any of why they did this. The original plot summary for the episode went as follows. It's the onslaught of the apocalypse in Atlanta, Georgia, 2010. As everyday people try to understand the bizarre events unfolding around them, It's anything but business as usual at the Circle of Trust Insurance Company. Blair, Parker Posey, and Gina, Jillian Bell, two co-workers who despise each other, are relentlessly confronted with with life-threatening choices that make them question who they want to be at the end of the world. All right, 8.56. We still have a little skosh of time, so let's try to get to trivia from last episode. Uh, Last episode trivia. All right, tonight's episode Uh, from last week would be the first episode ever. I had to flip those. I had them backwards. Pardon me. All right. So co-stars were not mentioned, but uncredited people. We have some extra names. Well, sort of. (laughs) Uh, Robert Tinsley was a walker. There were several other walkers that were not named, but I guess somebody figured out his name and he wasn't credited in IMDb. Also not credited, um, Joe's Doberman Gilligan. We don't know the actor's name you know, being the dog actor. Um, Also Skipper, Evie's goat, and the guy who played the motorcycle thief. We don't have a name for him either. Deaths from last week. Uh, Gilligan, I'm very sorry. You know what? I'm going to give him a He He was a bestest boy about that whole thing. Uh, Tom confirmed fate. Tom is briefly mentioned in printed messages between his wife and Joe. Sandra said he'd leave her if he found out she upgraded to a platinum bunker. In later messages, she confirms that he passed away a month prior. Uh, Sandra, who was alive, uh, uh, went by the username USHLDBSCRD, which is you should be scared. Um, She was, quote, killed uh, by a cleaver thrown through her chest by Joe, but then she reanimates at the end of that episode. Um, I don't believe they actually even put her down, so she'll be wandering around through there until she can't, I suppose. Um, At least 12 unnamed bunker intruders confirm fate, so those would be people wandering around outside, I suppose. Uh, Many unnamed Michigan survivors confirm fate. Trivia for the last episode, first and last appearance of Joe, Gilligan, Evie, Sandra, and Skipper. This was originally the fifth episode of the season. That's where I got that from. Okay. However, it was rearranged for unknown reasons. Timeline-wise, this episode takes place about 400 days, a little over a year into the apocalypse, and between the events of season three 
and season four of the main TV series. The buildings used for the scene in which Joe and Evie encounter Skipper and Joe's bike getting stolen were also used to portray Terminus in season four and five of the TV series. In the Talking Dead special prior to the premiere of Tales, director Michael Satrazemis described the episode as a dark comedy, quote-unquote. There were no errors listed. All right, it's 8.59, so we're going to go dark, and I will see you guys at the first commercial break. Thank you for joining us. Okay, guys, it's 9.09, and we are now at the first commercial break. Joan is starting with 5. I'm actually willing to start with a 5.5. I have to admit, I do think it was valid to say that the main series and the offshoots have gone on so long that it's kind of refreshing to take a look at the beginnings of stuff when people didn't already know things. Even last week, people were... You know, the preppers, the people who were already prepared and paranoid and ready for this before it was really a thing. So I've got 5-5. Five, five. Uh, Joan's starting at 5. And she says, not even five minutes in, I'm ready for the boss bitch to die. You know, uh, I, again, am not going to reveal to you what I know about how the plot's supposed to go. But I think that might be an interesting way to play around with that sort of thing. We will see when they come back. All right. Let me go back to my notes and keep going while we have a second. It's 9:10. We'll probably go back in a few minutes, but we are at cast birthdays this week. Um so Alicia Rowan Witt who played Paula, who's a savior. Uh her birthday is August 21st. And she's from Worcester, Mass- Worcester, Massachusetts. I hope I'm saying this right. I have three friends that live there. <laughs> Ross Marcand, who plays Aaron from Alexandria, August 22nd. He's from Fort Collins, Colorado. Cullen Moss, who played Gorman, an Atlanta cop, who August 24th, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And Andrew Chambliss, showrunner for Fear since season four, August 25th from Forty Fort, Pennsylvania. I don't even know what the heck that means, but apparently that's a town in Pennsylvania. So happy birthday to you guys. Let's have some birthday applause and thank you. <laughs> Okay, let me see what else we're doing here. Okay, we're still in a Wendy's commercial, so let's keep going. We actually managed to get quite a bit of featured music from last week's episode. People pulled out several songs, so that was good hunting, guys. Sooner or Later by Female Species, which was part of the opening montage with Joe and his dog, Gilligan. Traveling by Jimmy Carter in Dallas Country Green. Uh, That was playing as Joe rides his bike. Kiss an Angel Good Morning by Charlie Pride was playing uh, when Joe plays his Walkman as he's singing along with it. Cross Country Feeling by White Heat was when they were riding cross country together. And Dearest by Buddy Holly when Joe meets his online crush. All right, let's try to keep going real quick. Uh, There are no unaccounted for characters because these episodes are self-contained. There is no Talking Dead along with this show, which I'm kind of sad about. And... Let me see if, are we back? I'm trying to determine if this is part of an episode. No, this is something else, I think. I'm actually not clear. Joan, are we looking at a trailer or is, oh, yeah, it is a trailer. Interview with the Vampire, okay. But we're probably going to be back right now. Uh, The Interview with the Vampire will be out October 2nd. And now we are back. I'll see you guys at break number two. Okay, 920, commercial break number two. Amusingly, Joan and I have done a reversal. Joan's going to six from her five. I'm just going to five, seven, five, still going up, and now I'm the lower of the two. But that's all good. That's sometimes how it happens. Um, let me go ahead and let you know the rest of season one. It's Remember, it's a miniseries. There's not too many. So uh, episode three, which is D, D-E-E, Writers Channing Powell, director Satcho again, air dates August 28th, uh, episode four is called Amy slash Dr. Everett, 
Um, hold on just a second. I made a typo and erased some of my words. I'm so sorry. Uh, so uh, Amy Dr. Everett was the writer was Amadu Garba, A H M A D U Garba, and the director is Haifa Al Mansour, H A I F A A A L hyphen M A N S O U R. That's September fourth. Uh, episode five, Devon writers Channing Powell, Michael Satrazemis is director of that. September eleventh, and season closer episode six Ladonna d-o-n with the the accent that's used in mexican <laughs> i i don't know how much is used in spanish but it's the little wiggly thing over the end i don't know the name of the um the punctuation joan i don't know if you know it, it makes the end kind of a nya sound um so anyway the writer is Lindsay villarreal and the director is deborah campmeyer and that's September 18th, and that will wrap that up. Um, okay, that's got to be a commercial, so let's keep going. Other upcoming shows on NDB Media include Monday Night in America with Roger Noriega. Mondays at 10 p.m., Roger Noriega brings you his unique take on politics, current events, entertainment, and sci-fi and history. Currently hosted on StreamYard, see the NDB Media page on Facebook for the links. I'm waiting at the end of this commercial to see if we're back. Um, well, it looks like a tra- pardon the hiccups, a trailer for something. Um, but it's not, we're not back yet. So let's go to the next one. Phantom Access We can Review, Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Join the entertainment explosion of Jamie, Karen, and AJ as they tackle another night of TV. Recent shows have included Westworld, to the season finale of Moonhaven, The Sandman, Paper Girls, and whatever else sounds intriguing. And Jason Momoa is in another movie. Interesting. Looks very apocalyptic. What is this? The final chapter? Maybe it's not a movie. Maybe it's a TV show and I didn't know who he was in. Or it's a series of movies. I'm not sure what this is. Um, I shall we'll find out in a second. It's called C, like I see something. On Apple TV Plus, August 26th. Burger King commercial. Okay, let's go back. Um, Rock and Roll Shrink Radio Show, Wednesday the 31st at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Please join me and Atlanta psychologist Dr. Stephen Mathis, PsyD, a.k.a. The Rock and Roll Shrink, as we discuss matters of mental health and metal health. Uh, The topic is TBA, but I'll let you guys know on our Facebook page again. And last but certainly not least, Travel Itch Radio. Um, Thursday the 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, We are back, and I'll tell you all about that at the third break. Thank you. Okay, guys. 9.30... We are at break number three, and <laughs> Joan is like, uh, what is with that shaggy green thing Blair is wearing anyway? looks super itchy. Yeah, I don't really, that wasn't in style in 2010, and I don't know what the hell she's doing, but whatever. Um, and she says, saw that coming, dead driver, not so dead anymore, 625. Yeah, because they didn't know any better about any of that yet. Okay, so I'm at six, Joan's at 625. We are both creeping up and pretty close to each other, so I think we're in agreement about the general tone of the episode. This is, okay, now it's not a spoiler anymore if you've been watching the episode. Uh, we're having sort of a Groundhog Day thing going on. It's, it, there's a lot of people on social media who've been bitching about it. Um, I, I find it cute. I mean, it's not like completely brilliant and never been done or anything, but it's kind of fun. And I don't believe that an episode in the walking dead franchise has ever done this before that I can remember. Joan, please correct me if I am wrong. Um, Let's go back and explain travel. It's radio, which I hope you guys will tune into later this week. Travel. It's radio on Thursday, 825 at 8 PM. Eastern time. She owns a six bedroom themed B and B in a doo-wop town. She hires an Elvis impersonator. She serves guest pretzels and shakes in a room dominated by an old-time jukebox. Meet Sheila Brown, co-owner of Summer Nights, 
a handsome property that oozes style and charm. She is guest on Travelage Radio this week with host Dan Schlossberg and co-host Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee. Apologies for my talking. Listen live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on iTunes and blogtalkradio.com as Sheila reveals how she takes guests back in time to the era of Bobby Rydell's Wildwood days and Marilyn Monroe's short but sensational film, film career. Pardon my hiccups. The show will be the 472nd overall as the podcast completes its 11th season. All right. Um, interesting trailer for something with big claws. Not sure what this is. Uh, the Rings of Power. It's a series connected to Lord of the Rings. It's going to be on Prime. Um, and now we're at a Lay's commercial. Okay. Let me go back to the beginning and see if I can possibly pull up those articles that were misbehaving earlier, the, you know, where we had the synopses and other things. I want to see if I can possibly get those links to work. All right. Let me see if I can. Uh, I'm give it a try. There's a program called Canva that I've heard about, like, you know, almost Canvas. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can... This is very difficult. I'm really apologizing for the misbehavior of my computer. The one downstairs in my office is kind of on the old side. And there's there's some fuckery going on with my mouse. So it makes it hard to highlight URLs so I can share things with you guys. Okay, now I think I got it. A little trickery. Come on now. Apparently, I didn't get the whole thing, but let me see if I got it now. Select all, copy, copy pasta. Oh, apparently the URL doesn't even work now. I broke something. Fear Fest is coming in October to AMC, by the way, and y'all may be interested in that. Uh, We are back. So I will see you guys at break number four, I guess. Okay, guys, it's 9.40. I, let's see. Okay, that's one, two, three. We are at break number four, and Joan and I are tied at 6.25. All right, um, so she has confirmed my suspicion sort of memory that nobody has done a Groundhog Day type plot before tonight. So this is new in the Walking Dead universe, having a little fun with it. And she said, uh, maybe the whole tell the boss how you really feel is worth the whole higher score in the whole Groundhog Day thing. You know, a lot of people have fantasies about that. It's, you know, they're having a comedy day with it. It's very slapstick, but that's okay. You know, we've had... 11 seasons of the other. So it's all good. Um, so anyway, we're at 625. I was finally able to pull up that one link so I can read that to you. Well, no. I beg your pardon. That wasn't entirely true. I had trouble getting the URL to copy. Let me try it again. <coughs> pardon. If for a Ford on me. Oh, here we go. Thank you. It's from comicbook.com. Cameron Bolomona, who is a frequent writer about this show. Parker Posey and Jillian Bell are at each other's throats and Tales of the Walking Dead sneak peek. So by this time, this is not a spoiler for anything going on because you guys have already seen half of the show. So Tales of the Walking Dead is going back in time to the onset of the zombie apocalypse in Atlanta, Georgia, 2010. On Sunday, AMC's Walking Dead anthology series premiered with the first of six standalone episodes focused on new and established characters within the Walker apocalypse, spanning the Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and the Walking Dead world beyond. In Blair slash Gina, which is streaming early on AMC+, everything is, you know, a week early, relive the beginning of the end with Blair, Lost in Space's Parker Posey, and Gina, Workaholics, Jillian Bell. Comic Book has an exclusive sneak peek at the episode, which sees the hostile co-workers at each other's throats as they try to escape the city and each other 
at the apocalypse's start. Carrie Drake, Lost in Space and Severance, wrote the episode directed by franchise veteran Michael Satrazemis, Satro, Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, they have video, but I can't, obviously can't share that with you guys. Um, this is the description from AMC, although it wasn't part of the summary. It's the onslaught of the apocalypse in Atlanta, Georgia, 2010. As everyday people try to understand the bizarre events unfolding around them, it's anything but business as usual at the Circle of Trust Insurance Company. Blair and Gina, two co-workers who despise each other, are relentlessly confronted with life-threatening choices that make them question where they want to be at the end of the world. They soon realize they must confront their own truths if they hope to survive a day that nobody wants to relive. Okay. Let's see. We're Disney Plus, but we are still not back. So let's keep going. Along with Posey and Belle making their Walking Dead Universe debuts in the self-contained story, actors playing new characters in the anthology series include Olivia Munn from Newsroom, Okay, you know, this is all about other episodes. I don't, we don't need to cover this until we get to those episodes. So that's, you know, that's really all they have to say about it. And we kind of knew some of this already. Um, I'm not sure that I can pull up a second article really in time. So I think I'm going to not. Just because the thing with the URLs has been so so much hassle. But anyway, we are... Add a car commercial for Mercedes, and it looks interesting. It's an electric car. And there's a whole lot of Maxfield Parish-type imagery going on. <sighs> All righty. Hopefully this is going back to the show in a couple of seconds, but we'll see. And it is. All right, I'll see you guys at break number five. Thank you. Okay, guys, it's 9.52, and Joan tells me that this is slated to go on until 10.08. So there may be one more circling back of something. I mean, obviously, Blair has done a whole bunch of different things this time. So I guess she's trying to see if that will actually make any difference. And so far, it seems to be. But without much time left, it seems odd that it would end just like that and not be any other more twists. I, I kind of agree with Joan that something's going on. Um, I will try to give pulling up the synopses and other articles another try. Um, let me see if I can manage to, oh, come on, please. Seriously. I, you know, I, I'm really sorry you guys have to sit through this because I really, just, I, I don't actually know why my computer does these things. So I appreciate your patience while I'm trying to fight through this stuff. Ooh, I may have gotten it. Let's see if I... Ugh. I don't know if I actually managed to get the link or not. I did. All righty. So we have something to talk about for a hot second. Um... Tales of the Walking Dead revisits Zombie Outbreak in Atlanta 2010 by Cameron Bolomono back in July. July 27th, he wrote this. All righty. Um, they seem to be talking about some slightly different things. I want to see the invitation. Okay, we did go to a Lay's commercial. I want to make sure I had time to read this. Tales of the Walking Dead is rewinding the clock to 2010. The Walking Dead spinoff is an episodic anthology series that will tell six self-contained standalone stories, each with its own distinct tone and point of view. In the first trailer released during San Diego Comic-Con, fans may have noticed a return to near Atlanta's Jackson Street Bridge, which is deserted by the time Rick Grimes rides into the city on horseback in the first season. A synopsis for this episode, we already read you that. Yeah, I've read you this already, so we don't need to do that again. Um, the six-episode first season will be set throughout the Walking Dead universe timeline, with another episode taking place a decade post-apocalypse in a no-man's land, quote, dead sector. All right, we're still in a Wendy's commercial, so I'll keep going. Tales features a cast that includes Terry Crews as Joe, Olivia Munn as Evie, Anthony Edwards as Dr. Everett, Poppy Liu from Hacks as Amy, 
Daniela Pineda uh, as Idalia, Danny Ramirez as Eric, Jesse Usher as Devon, and Samantha Morton as Dee, the future alpha of the Whispers. The series also stars Lone Chabonal from Fading Gigolo and M. Beth Davids from Ray Donovan. Um, okay, just double-checking. AMC has described the anthology as like this. The stakes are high in each story, pushing new indelible characters with relentless life-threatening choices and situations as we get to see the apocalypse through different eyes, discover more worlds, mythos, and mysteries of The Walking Dead. And that's pretty much the whole article. And there is a trailer for the last part of Walking Dead Classic, of the last eight episodes. And looking pretty hairy there, so we'll see. You know, you expected that. It's all going to be, you know, everything's on the table. Of course, we know the spinoffs, so we know who's going to make it out of there. And I wish they hadn't done that till it was over, but yeah. All right. We are going back, so I'll see you guys at the end. Thank you for your patience. Okay, guys, it's 10.08, and we are at the end, and Joan is going to end on 6.5. I'm actually going to go up to 6.75 for the very ending. I kind of liked all the little introspection and blowing up things. Although I did kind of want to see what happened when they went down to the park, but I guess they ran out of time. So anyhow, thank you guys for joining us and sitting through this, and we will be back next week with episode three, which is D. And it's pretty common knowledge that this is the origin story of Alpha. We got one when she was in the shelter with her husband. And I'm unclear if this is after that one or before. I guess we'll find out next week. So anyhow, thank you not not only to everyone joining us tonight, but those of you who might be listening later, via podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or the Blog Talk Radio website. And special appreciation to our host, NDB Media, and we hope you guys will join us next weekend for another live watch party on this same network. Please watch our Facebook page for next week's showtimes and episode likes. Thank you very much for being here, and we will see you all next weekend. Good night.